A very good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. This is Fen, and welcome to a new episode of Coaster Kings Radio. Today we have something very special for you guys, and for that we are joined by European Coaster King leading member James. Hi everyone. Hi everyone's doing good. And we also have um, a former European Coaster Kings member, but still f- pretty familiar with the podcast. Hello, Alistair. Hello, Sven and James. Nice to be finally on the uh, on the air. The recording side, yeah, because we already know you from the music on the episode. Because not only our intro, but also the music that's playing right now is by the hand of Alistair. I, uh, yeah, it is indeed by me, a little-known fact, and now everybody knows, so uh, check out <laughs> trifectal.com. We are very grateful. Um, Alistair, you are recording from Finland. I am, so uh, it's actually quite relevant uh, to this episode. As, exactly. As become apparent. Oh, yes, because this episode is all about the Scandinavian parks. We're going to do a little tour of the four countries. Uh, not Iceland, because there's no theme parks in Iceland, unfortunately. Um, but we're going to do a little tour of the parks, discuss a little bit of the places where we've been, and then after we treated each country, we'll also make our top three of coasters, or try at least, because it might be easier for some countries compared to others. Um, also linked, we have on... Uh, the Coaster Kings website a Scandinavian series um, written by James um, which is definitely worth checking out but we'll use also that order uh, to discuss the different parks and that way if you want to read more specific information about the park itself you can also use the article while listening alright is everybody ready? ready yep Let's fly to the north, to Norway, where we start off our journey. And uh, James, what is the park that you visited in Norway? Tussenfried? Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) I need to mention a disclaimer that we'll probably mispronounce a lot of names in this episode. So I'm very sorry for everyone who's native to those countries. And I hope you have a good laugh. But we'll try our best to pronounce the way we think the names are pronounced. <laughs> so when did you go to uh, to St. Free James? That was, I did, yeah, I did like a little Scandinavian trip. Um, so Norway was the first place I stopped off in um, and I went there. So that was two, just over two years ago now, so 2019. Um, so quite recently, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Alistair, you also went there, right? Uh, yeah, I went in 2016, so I'm a bit older of an experience than James. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, and just to, just to mention on the name, um, Tusenfrid. Tusen is a thousand in Norwegian, and Frid okay. is means like happiness, or like joy. So it means like a thousand, oh, wow. a thousand happiness. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a coaster name we have here in Belgium, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you went in uh, 2016, so a little bit older. What what was the most rem- memorable ride you did there? Without or a doubt. What was the most memorable thing about the park for you? Uh, well, the, the most memorable thing probably is the entrance because it's, um, it's got that unique like escalator 
entrance where you kind of go up an escalator and then go through the the Norwegian loop element of the of, uh, oh. yeah of the ride, which is whose name I've forgotten, but somebody's going to remind me now. Is it Speed Monster? Yes, yeah, Speed Monster, um, which is as you can re- as you can probably tell isn't the most memorable uh, ride, but, <laughs> but it does look good. So. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that's that and the um, the flat ride Spin Spider. Uh, those are the two mm. standout memories from that park. Yeah, and you sent us a picture, James, of Spin Spider. So it's a a giant frisbee. Yes, oh, it, it's a giant discovery, isn't it? It's a it's a, it's a Zampola giant discovery. I thought. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. I I always use the term because I'm so used to sledgehammer here in Belgium, which is the Hus. Oh yeah, yeah. giant frisbee, like in Roller Coaster Tycoon. But um, <laughs> actually, I've never done a Zampola one. I'm curious to see how it's different from the. Hassan Intamin one. I think there's only one other, like there's one at is there one at Cedar Point or somewhere, another giant discovery there. Which, which I, the reason the only reason I know is because when I went to the park, I went with somebody who'd also been, on the other one, and they were like, mm-hmm. they didn't even know because you know when you go there, you don't exactly, not many people are going to be that familiar with what's there, so we kind of went there and then we're just like Jesus, there's an absolutely massive, flat ride on this hill. <laughs> And it's kind of like on a hill, so you're like, even though it's okay. you know, it's it's an enormous thing anyway, but like on the, where it is, it mm. kind of feels even bigger. So that probably en- enhances the experience, I think. And the that's in Tusenfried, you mean? Mm. Yeah. That it's on a hill located. Yeah. Okay. So you wrote it as well, James. Yeah. So what I was just linking back to, kind of what i would say i found most memorable about the park Mm -hmm. itself is probably the landscaping and the fact it is on the kind of hill it's sort of in a very woodland location um Mm -hmm. and that's probably what stood out to me most because in all honesty none of the rides had that wow factor aside from the two that you just mentioned Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think the land the landscaping is something that um yeah, it really stood out to me when I went there. Yeah, and did you also do the rapid there? Yes, I did. Um, and that was quite good. Um, because, you know, I don't like <laughs> water rides. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it doesn't seem that wet from what I've seen. It wasn't too bad, no. Um, but it was good and it's quite well themed. I don't know um, when... It first opened though. I it opened in the year I went, I think. Okay. Because oh, okay. yeah, it was it was unthemed when I went on it. It was like just kind of a concrete channel oh. with just some, yeah. But but no, I do really like those because um, there's that was the second. It's a half immer rapids, like rather than an intimate mm. rapids, and they kind of have a different kind of um, yeah uh, set. Like the boat is different, or the the raft is different. It's like got sort of sections yeah. that are cut out, so that therefore the water can like come come up through the boat instead of just being like coming over the sides so there's one at trips drill uh in german mm-hmm. as well which is pretty good i think that, that's the right one yeah and then uh of course there's um river quest in uh fantasia land mm. which is like bonkers that's an in- that is an intimate <laughs> though isn't it? is it no it's oh it's a half is it oh, right. mm-hmm. yeah Did not but know. there they went pretty wild <laughs> yeah with the drop yeah definitely mm-hmm and I don't know if you guys ridden it, but I've heard of a dark ride in a cave also in Tusenfried. Yeah. 
Do you know the name of it? Thor's Hammer, possibly. Mm. It's on my trip report thing, so I must have done it, but I've literally got absolutely no memory of what it was. I don't know how recent it is. Um, but, yeah, there's... Uh, yeah, actually, no, there's, it does I see there's bell, two yeah. Dark Rides. There's Thor's Hammer and there's Nightmare. I didn't there. do Nightmare. Nightmare. That's not Nightmare is a kind of interactive attraction. Yes, I did that one as well. Um, and I don't think I knew what I was like. You know, sometimes when you haven't... Because I didn't do much research about the park. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't really know what the dark rides were when I went on them. But I think both of them were probably a bit underwhelming. <laughs> no, I've just I've just Googled it. And now, yeah, I do now remember it. Because the entrance is quite okay. memorable. Yeah, it, it just kind of goes into a cliff. Like that's the entrance and then but i think mm-hmm. basically it was just a basic like relatively mm-hmm. low budget like dart ride inside so it wasn't and i don't think it really felt like when you went inside i don't think it really felt like it was inside a cliff it was just kind of like a building inside a cliff so mm-hmm. i don't know yeah i think Susan Fries is a park is three unidos park so you can't expect like major B&M coasters uh, if they are not already there you know um, but um, I think we can s- go immediately to the top three coasters because there's not really any other parks in Norway I mean there might be some smaller ones but I think Tusen Street is the, the major one um, which coasters did you enjoy most uh, James? Um, I don't think I can really give a top three but I um, think Speed Monster the um, Intamin Mm -hmm. I I actually really enjoyed it it's not outstanding but Mm -hmm. I found it really enjoyable and I do I think I went on it a few times so definitely um, yeah it's a good coaster would you say it's more intense than Rita at Alton Towers Um, I I need to look at the actual stats i don't feel like it was to be honest uh, I, no I no it's, it's not it's it's slower it's actually slower okay. <laughs> it must be the slowest intermin launch coast because i don't <laughs> think there's any one slower than 55 Could miles be. an hour it's slow yeah, but yeah it's slow but i quite liked it i found it quite therapeutic in a weird way um, it wasn't uncomfortable or rattly or anything like that, and that yeah, that was quite nice. And it still feels nice quite fast as well because the, the the launch on the Intamin ride is like much quicker than like the Mac launch or anything like that. So it fe- even though it's not actually as fast, it still feels pretty fast. It's just ultimately it was a bit just underwhelming for. I mean, yeah, it's it's it's, it's fine for the the size of park that it is. But I thought mm-hmm. Thunder Coaster was my favourite coaster there actually. Hmm. The Vacoma the Vicoma wooden coaster because it's quite long and it was quite smooth uh, and it's yes. quite unique actually. Like I, I just don't think there's any real competitor to it or that, that I've been on anyway. Like that, that's similar to that that ride. Yeah, what's interesting is so there's three Vicoma. There were three Vicoma wooden roller coasters built. Uh, one of which is thus uh, Thunder Coaster. Uh, the other two are um, Loup Garou, Werewolf, at Walibi, Belgium. And then they still have the original trains and the original layout. And then there's uh, there was Robin Hood at Walibi, Holland, but that one got turned into t- Untamed. 
here, Thunder Coaster, I also see they have the um, Gravity Group trains. Mm -hmm. Was that already the case when you guys were there? I think they were, yeah, because it's, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm pretty sure they were. In fact, I just, I've just Googled it and it, yeah, they definitely were. They, were, they replaced them in 2015. So I, that's probably why they were, that it was as good as it was because mm -hmm. obviously they'd improved the trains literally the previous year. So probably the yeah. best it, it's ever run. So one vote for Speed Monster and one vote for Thunder Coaster. Um, not sure if there's any other coaster worth mentioning here. I see yeah. a, they had a an Tacoma. old Vacoma Tornado. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that that was not worth. That's not worth mentioning there. <laughs> Maybe for Sean and Alex though, they would love it. <laughs> Just because they it's like a their classic Vacomas. Yeah. It's not. It's not good okay. to look at either. I'm not gonna lie. It's just. It's just <laughs> like on a concrete pit. It's like a, just yeah. Okay, well, that that's it for Norway. I think let's go to where you are, Alistair, to mm -hmm. Finland. Um, what's your favorite of the three? Let's start with that one. Mm, I think my favorite is Power Park, mm -hmm. just because it's got the most. It's just got the most good rides, like that that, that you would mm -hmm. that you would visit a park for. Whereas, although you know everybody who goes to Finland basically goes to Linnanmäki because it's mm -hmm. in Helsinki, it's easy to get to. It's kind of the classic city park, but it's only really got Tiger that's worth mm -hmm. going for. Like, there's a couple of other good, decent rides on it there, but other than that, mm -hmm. whereas you go to power park even though it literally takes ages to get there it has thunderbird which is like a really good gci um okay. it has Junker, which is a really good gerslauer launch coaster uh mm -hmm. and then it has that other now it has that other weird gerslauer that they've built next to yeah. it which i've not done it's special mm. it, 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 i i remember it being like is this an extension for Junker or is it a different ride and <laughs> it turned out to be a different ride yeah, but, but it's literally yeah. the same color and Two. the same manufacturer and it's just yeah. right next to it <laughs> i don't know what Two they infinity were coasters yeah. and is it power park power land or power <laughs> i don't know i've called it i've called it power park so i'm just going to call it power park i think that's what their yeah. website's called why did you skip it james um because it was a bit off the beaten track um I think because I was all going on public transport um, and I think I had a look at the parks because I had this little uh, brochure actually of different parks around Europe um, mm -hmm. and I it was in there but it was kind of like I think it was just a bit out of the way um, mm -hmm. but kind of the other park you didn't mention uh, Sarkanyami Sarkanyami mm -hmm. yeah that yeah. actually was my favourite um, of the two that I went to, unsurprising. Um, and not yeah, not necessarily because of the rides, just because of the location of it itself. Next to the lake. Yeah. Um, and how you have the observation tower and all the kind of other mm, stuff like going that. on, um, the farm, everything like that. For me, was what made it. Um, so yeah, and that was a bit easy, easily, more easily accessible on the train. I think it was direct from Helsinki there. To be fair, you can actually get, you could actually theoretically go, um, you could start from Helsinki, you have to do it in the three months of the summer because it's pretty much the only time that this train runs, but 
you can get you can start in Helsinki, go to Lindenmarki, or do it the other way around. You can get the train from Helsinki straight. In it. There's a train that goes to Harma, which is where the power park is. It's literally like okay. a mile from the park, and they have like a bus which goes from the train station straight to the park, and then you can and it goes through Tampere, which is where Sarkanyem is. So you can then come back, go there, and then go back to Helsinki. Okay. So it's all on the same train line. It's just it's not the most year-round route to, to be mm. able to do. And, and is it expensive? Mm, depends when you book it. Because uh, the tr- okay. basically the Finnish train systems um, work on like an early access. Like the earlier you book it, the cheaper it is. So like if you okay. when you go past the threshold of like when they're like 75% booked, the price will double. And then when it's past like ninety oh, percent wow. books, it like doubles again. So, so if you book it early, then it can be quite cheap. So yeah. Okay, good to know. But um, yeah. So, Sarkanyemi. <laughs> Sarkanyemi. <laughs> yeah, that one. Um, how do you feel about it, Alistair? Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I I know what James means. It's it's really it's 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 a nice location. Um, but most places in Finland kind of look like that. So. It doesn't stand out massively, um, okay. it, and it only really has it has the Intamin suspended coaster, which Tornado, I think it's called, which is mm. all right. Like it's it's not anywhere near as good as like a B and M invert, uh, but mm. it's unique because there's not that many of the mm. the Intamin ones. And then it's got the uh, Premier like loop, yes. uh, Sky Loop. Uh, called hype. Hi- hype. That area of the park's quite cool because it's got like really loud dance music playing, and they've got a load of like sort of. I classic... like the song they made for the ride. It's like <laughs> yeah, classic yeah. fairground rides and stuff, and it's and that's the part that's right next to the water, so it's quite, it's quite nice. Um, but again, it's just an it's just a skyrocket thing, so it's not the ride itself isn't that good. Uh, and... I I actually quite enjoy those rides though, like the one that. Um... <laughs> Uh, Holiday, Holiday Park, Park yeah. Sky Scream. I really enjoy it. Uh, the, the, the I see James nodding and, the restraints and disagreeing <laughs> strongly. Yeah, the restraints that is that, that I have to admit, but I like the thrilling factor of it still. It's good for a small park, definitely. Like it's just mm-hmm. a cheap, like low, doesn't take up much space. Probably, you know, yeah, it's good for for that kind of park. And they also had a, they used to have a Intamin half pipe which closed two years ago. Mm. Um, which was really good actually and it's disappointing that it's now gone because hmm. that was like there's only I think there's only is there, all, there are not many others there's one at Disneyland Paris I think which is um, yeah but it's not entirely the same thing as it's uh, hmm. as the the, the 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 vehicles itself are not spinning like yeah, yeah, yeah. slightly different but, and, and there's I think hmm. the only other ones in Asia so, so that was a unique ride and yeah, definitely the observation tower is is cool, and there's a restaurant in it as well, like a five star, okay. like Michelin star oh, wow. restaurant, I think. Um, so yeah, that's it is it's a unique park. It's just not it's not a park which when I went to it, I was like, yeah, I need to go back. Like I just haven't. I've just went once, and then I've been to Linden Mackey like three or four times, and I've been to Power Park twice, but I've not been back okay. to Sarkanyemi. But you would go back, James. Yeah, I probably would actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I do think I would. I'd love to go back to Finland in general, actually, at some point. <clears throat> and then, yeah, I think Linnanmaki, is that the way? Linnanmaki. Okay. Just 
say it faster. Yeah. <laughs> That's the usual way. <laughs> Is that the Finnish way? Yeah, just say it. Just say it like at the same exact speed. Don't vote, don't like mm. pause on any syllable, and then you'll be saying it right. <laughs> I think it, I guess that's the easiest to access as well because it's in the capital, right? Um, but I think it really became noted by theme park fans because of Tiger, mm -hmm. which is still your number one, James. Yeah, I think so because it was joint number one with Taron, but I I think I mean more maybe because I haven't been on Tiger again and I have been on Taron again. I think I'd put Tiger above Taron now, but I haven't been on it recently, so I can't really do that comparison. How high do you rate it, Alistair? It is really, it is really good. Like it's really underrated. I've not really heard anybody, not that many people, like hype it up. It's just kind of like it just kind of opened, and few people went to ride it, and then I didn't really hear much. Like, I think that's feedback. the issue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, because also because Linda Mackey opens usually quite late, um, mm -hmm. usually open till at least eight and sometimes like midnight. So you can get a lot of rides in the dark, especially because it's in Finland, so it goes darker kind of earlier anyway. But it's just, it's just a, like, it's what they needed before they had that because they didn't have anything that was similar in any way. Um, they didn't have a proper like standout thrill coaster and now they've got mm -hmm. like a world class, like, coach it's got mm -hmm. it's really intense like especially towards the end of the day like really intense it's got mm. really good combination of elements like especially the 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 final i think it's a zero g or it's a uh no corkscrew like it literally like it's like the blue fire corkscrew but like twice as good like the the, the last inversion okay. on blue fire i mean um so nice yeah i think it, it deserves more praise actually more people need to just go and go and try it <laughs> Well, you've ridden, um, what's the famous one in Cedar Point, the Intamin launch one? Maverick. Whatever. Maverick, yeah. Do you rate it over Maverick? I haven't ridden Maverick. I've never been to Cedar oh, Point. Oh, okay. Mm. I, I, oh, yeah, I'm my bad. I'm desperate to go to Cedar you... Point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, but, um, I'm, yeah, from, from what I've seen, it, it, it looks like the newer version and then with all different kind of elements of, of, of that type of coaster, mm. I guess. I don't, I don't uh, know if it's... No? I don't know if I know anyone who's been to both of those parts. This is the thing. It's hmm. like... Yeah. I, usually when you, you know, when you know a lot of people that go to theme parks, you know, like, at least one person that's been on a couple of rides like, like those two, but I don't think I actually know anyone mm -hmm. that's been on both. But I don't imagine okay. it's... I don't imagine it's as intense as Maverick just from what I hear, but I could be wrong. I don't know. What else is interesting at... Yeah, what, what else did you find interesting james i want to hear your um answer. my opinion no i actually like i liked it quite a lot um the ice cream is really good uh, <laughs> that's a big plus james is all about the food uh, yeah, that's something that i can remember very distinctly was the ice cream was great um but i think i quite liked i liked the location in the sense that it was close to the city um, and I quite like the way kind of that the park operated in the fact that you can go in for free and then you can get the wristband or you can just go on individual rides. Um, and I think I was reading that they do quite a lot of work to support kind of local charities as well. Um, not that that's particularly related to the experience, but I just I just think it's quite a nice um, atmosphere. Um, in terms of other rides... 
what stands out? The thing is, I don't think anything really stands out. Um comes into my head i can tell you what i really hated okay <laughs> um i really didn't enjoy Oko, um Oko. which was Oko. i don't even know what it is it's this horrible it's, it's, it's a, a maura skywheel yeah. coaster it's a maura horrible yeah it is, it is it is i agree with you it's it's horrible yeah it's like the um the premiere one but like like in the same Worse. way that like a I don't know, like a like a 2020 Ford is like a 1980 Ford Escort. Like, just like it feels like something that's just it's so out of date, and like the, all the restraints are just horrible, and it's really rattly, and it's just I don't know, it's really unrefined. Yeah. But it, I mean, it looks cool. Like from it's like the main big ride that you can see from outside the park. Like even I think it's even bigger than Tiger. Mm. So, but <laughs> other than how it looks, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not good. Um. Um, I have actually something else um, which just popped into my head. The other thing, which is memorable to me now, just thinking about it, is something that is quite um, sort of maybe not a regular theme in Scandinavia, but um, the I'm not going to even attempt to pronounce it. The old wooden roller coaster that they have there. Um, mm. I think it's the same layout as the one at Bakken in Denmark, um, but that that I think they have the brake man still on that one, um, so that was good as well. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's the same layout. Is it the same layout? I don't know. I, I think I, I thought the park built that ride. Though. I think they built it themselves. So like, if it was the same layout, I would be quite surprised if they managed to copy it. But uh, but yeah, no, it's called Vuoristorata. Which is like mountain Woody's train or something like that, um, but yeah, no, it, it's got Original a brake. It's still got a brake man on it, and it like still when you go through the tunnels, it still smells of that like kind of tarry smell, you know, like that they have um, that they use for the to treat the wood, and like um, mm. it's yeah, it's cool. It's a really cool ride, like because of that, because of the experience of it being of having a brake man on it, and like it can be slightly mm. different according to how he you know uses the brakes and. Uh, and it's just so okay. old. Like, it's, it's definitely better. It's better than all the Blackpool wooden roller coasters. Let me just put it that way. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, James, what is your Finnish top three? Finnish top three. Um, I have definitely number one, Tiger. Um, otherwise, it's probably too close. I really liked... I'll just put these two in. Um, I like... The half pipe coaster at Sarkan Yami, mm. so that probably number two, and then I'll probably put the tornado at Sarkan Yami number three because it was just quite different to um, mm. other sort of suspended ones I've done before. So I found that quite fun. Yeah, I've done the one at Parque de Atracciones Madrid, and it's like you want it to be good, but it's just not. <laughs> that was my experience with the Intamin suspended coaster. But um, but uh, yeah, I I can understand a bit what you mean. So what about you, Alistair? Uh, Tiger, Thunderbird, and then Junker. Uh, but okay. I could be wrong with now that the other ones open. But I severely doubt it's better than Junker. So, so I'm gonna. Oh, yeah. it's bit bit special. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's it's gonna be as good. So. You'll have to go back soon. <laughs> have to, <laughs> to make compare. the make the trek back to the the middle of a load of fields in the middle of nowhere where they've somehow built a park 
<clears throat> Nobody yeah, and that's like, there. and are they three independent parks? Uh, I think I think they are. I don't think I think because Power Park was like originally a tr uh, like a sur like a racing track, like a karting circuit. Okay, and they built a park next to it. It's still really bizarre. It's it's literally in the middle of no like it's it's literally nowhere near anywhere. So I don't mm -hmm. like it's kind of like Alton Towers, but like in the not in any other way because Alton Towers is within a couple of hours of everywhere. Mm -hmm. But this is like hours away from anywhere, like wherever you go. So mm -hmm. um, and then yeah, definitely Linden Mackey's um, not owned by any bigger company. Mm -hmm. uh, and okay. yeah, and what James was saying before, they actually they actually let kids that are under like ten like ride just ride for free, like loads of different kids okay. rides like. Yeah, because they just have this policy of kids should be able to not have to pay to go in and not just get to go in for free, but actually get to go on a certain number of rides for free as well, which is like, I've never seen that anywhere else. <laughs> that's the sign of a park that's not owned by a corporation because you, you would never get, as soon as that gets bought by anyone, they're not they're going to remove that because they're not making yeah. any money from it. <laughs> um, I'm just on the website, actually, just to remind myself. Um, and something that has come up, is um, Kanu, which is the Intamin um, Zach spin. Yeah. Oh, that thing. Um, but I actually, I've done the one at Gronelund, um, which we'll probably get onto, um, which I hated, but I went on this one and it's a much smaller version. And I actually quite, I found it quite fun. So <laughs> just throw that in the mix. <laughs> it is actually, the I think it is the best one of all the Zach spins. That's not saying okay. much, but like... It's the least <laughs> painful one. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. it was it the I think it's the basically the prototype one as well. It was like the very first ever Zaxpin, like the smallest, most basic one. And then when they tried to make the bigger ones, it just kind of emphasised the problems mm. with the with the horrible restraints. And then mm. like the one oh, that yeah, used to be at yeah, like Green Lantern at Magic Mountain that's now been removed because it's just it was just painful like horribly painful. well removed and moved to la ronde in canada <laughs> an exile one of the yeah okay but we're not going to canada but we're going to the european canada sweden yay um let's start in leesburg or how do we pronounce it james you heard it from a friend yeah lisa barre is what i heard but i may well be wrong <laughs> okay so what did you think of the park? Um, Sven, you kind of already know my opinion, um, mm. but I—that's why I'm asking. <laughs> I think it is a park. It's really hard because, on the one hand, I think it's great, and I think that it's obviously got a lot of amazing rides and roller coasters, um, and they put on good events there too. But for some reason, I just didn't really feel that warmed to it as a whole um so yeah that's kind of i'm not sure i, I kind of have this conflicting opinion about it mm -hmm. what about you alistair i love it i think it's i think it's the best it's easily the best park in the whole of all the scandinavian parks um in my opinion but um it may be because the year that i went was like it's one of its prime years like the like uh 2016 like Helix just opened like a couple of years before, so it was still in really good condition, like really smooth. Mm -hmm. 
and they gave us like because i kind of went with a group and they gave us like a really ex- not really exclusive but like a really nice tour like um the park like director was there and like kind of showed the we, we i think we went in before the park opened and like did some ert on something and like they got some behind the scenes tours and things so it kind of it gives you a better impression maybe than if you just go there like as a normal visitor but um but yeah i thought it was like the location of it like the fact that it's also kind of on a hill like this is another kind mm-hmm. of city park but like a different feel of a city park compared to like grona lund or linen which is like literally in the so small and like in the kind of center mm-hmm. this sort of feels like a bit more spacious and like but you can still f- sense that it's in a in a kind of area mm-hmm. and then yeah just all the rides like there's just a, so many good rides there and there's even more now that i haven't actually been on like which mm-hmm. you you two have been on but uh which i'm jealous of but uh <laughs> yeah well so this is one the first park on this episode that i also visited with you <laughs> um but i have to agree with alistair like for me i really enjoyed the park to be fair it was my first scandinavian park uh but for me, there was no private tours or anything. I My first day was one of the busi- busiest days they had that season, probably, because it was super sunny, long weekend. Um, but I, at the, I knew I was going back for another day. So I really enjoyed just walking around, taking pictures, uh, walking up the hill and then seeing the landscape, uh, doing, like you said, several... I mean, the coasters... For me, it's one of my favorite coaster park out there because mm. Valkyria and then Balder and Helix, they all are pretty amazing. And also uh, Lisberg Banan. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure if that's correct, but um, really enjoyed all four of those coasters. Um, and then also Atmosphere. That's there, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, the first ride I had was okay but then the more i rode it the more i enjoyed it because as you said it's built up the park is on the hill and then that drop tower is on the hill so you have this this far stretched view of the city and then the lakes and i really enjoyed uh doing that um and yeah the merchandise i i I'm absolutely love the merchandise because they have like i bought a a platter to put your food on and to bring to your table with the whole park map but then in that typical yeah scandinavian design so so yeah i really enjoyed that park yeah and also the 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 fact that the drop tower is a gy- it's like an intamin gyro drop i think it's it's just mm-hmm. one of those like special it's like kind of um like one of those drop rides that's a, more of an experience than a ride like you kind of mm-hmm. it's more of, it's kind of like an observation tower and a drop ride and it sort mm-hmm. of does it all really well like i think that is even though it's not the quickest the most intense drop ride i think it's just mm-hmm. it's definitely one of my favorite like that i've ever been on um uh, just because of the location and the fact that it's it's just <laughs> it's just like a big package of a drop ride that you don't usually get but then you, James, you I think you tend more to the other city park in Sweden, Grönalund. Yeah, I think it's one of my favourite parks I've ever been to. Um, and it, it does fall kind of down again to the setting. Um, I just think it's so beautiful. I mean, Stockholm is really beautiful in general, but mm-hmm. where the park is, is it's just so 
gorgeous, honestly. Um, and I really like that atmosphere. It's very different. It's obviously not really a theme park. It's more of a amusement park. Yeah, but but it is. Um, yeah, it's my sort of place. I know. I really liked it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'd love to go back. Again, yeah, again, yeah. for me, yeah, for me, it's like, it's like how you hope, and it's like how Blackpool Pleasure Beach is in your dreams. Like, but when you actually go there, it's nothing like. It's just kind of grimy and uncomfortable. Whereas, like, growing up, yeah, it's 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 smaller than Blackpool Pleasure Beach. I think it is smaller, but it's also yeah. like it just feels <laughs> like somewhere that's had so much, like, um, so much history and so much like has gone on there like just the layout of the rides is just ridiculous like like genuinely one of the most like compact like complicated convoluted sort of set series of rides and it's even more so now it's got the the b&m which i've oh, not yeah. seen but but now I've, I've seen pictures of it and it just i can't believe it's even there uh, <laughs> but also not just that like it's also it's also it's got really nice food and like really nice um like there's so many nice places to eat in the park and to drink in the park like they're just like really high quality really a lot of variety um like the whole experience of what you kind of get in a theme park even though it's not really a theme park is is there so actually i think now now i think about it yeah leesburg is the best the best part for rides but i think growing on london is the best scandinavian part for like atmosphere and like feeling like you've had a good time i don't know that that's my it's a shame that it's a shame that Sweden gets all the good, good stuff. But <laughs> I mean, um, I think here for Grönland, James, I had a bit what you had with Leesburg. It's that I I really enjoyed the park, but I didn't really connect to it. Um, my favorite thing about it was probably that you can see it from almost everywhere in the city, and that it's like its own landmark within Stockholm. And then when visiting the park itself, it was like, okay, yes, it's it's quite small. And I do really enjoy that all the rides are stacked on top of each other, just like in Fantasyland. I really enjoy that. Um, but then, yeah, like the dark rides are pretty dated. <laughs> and then I, I really enjoyed some of the coasters and then the tower rides. I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of heights, so... I, I liked how you could go up in all these different kinds, like Icarus, obviously, the 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 sky jump, I think, um, Intamin. Um, because you're not just falling down, you're falling down with the view of Stockholm, and especially at night with all the lights up. And, and it, it, I do have to admit that it's a very atmospheric park, and I like how it's close to the water as well because with the um, uh, oh god how, how uh, what is the name of that ride on the like the octopus kind of ride um um the polyp thing yes the polyp thing i wasn't sure uh, you know, how to say it in english but um can i just say on the on the, the you said that the, the dart rides are really dated but i think i think that's hilarious like there's one ride i know the, it's called the love tunnel well that's the translation yeah, uh, yeah. and like literally when we went on that it, it's it's so like it's just you can literally manually move your boat backwards like if you yeah it's going like down a flume but you can if you want you can just you, you can just use your hands and move the boat backwards like it's so funny like, it's just uh, the, like just the fact that, that that's 
there like but it's it's just uh mm-hmm. it's just a a um what's the word uh, like a, it's just a novelty like to be able mm-hmm. to to see that that, <laughs> ri- that kind of a ride still operates like in the 21st century oh, yeah. But, yeah i think that just adds to, to the to the charm however the fun house was one of my favorite things though there especially with the slides at the end i didn't know that it was there so and and that's a pretty old ride as well right and another one which I can't believe it operates in the 21st century. Like, it feels like a health and safety disaster. Like somebody could easily just <laughs> break their leg on that. Like, but yeah, no, that is another thing. Yeah, another thing to add that to the list of odd things that are there. Lustiga uh, Husit, I think. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, and then we talked about atmosphere and the location and i think the 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 third one we're discussing is not really a theme park but it's on the list because of one major coaster uh colmurden is it or colmurden <laughs> colmurden mm. don't roll the r though you have fast. to say you have to say the uh the r straight just colmurden okay yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's I always thing. make that mistake because yeah. it's because in Finnish you have to roll the R on every single word, but then in Norwegian and, and Swedish you you never roll the R on the or. Uh, that's way off okay. topic. Thank you, <laughs> um, James. What did you think about the park? Yeah, beautiful. Um, the location is beautiful. Once again, it's one of these things which is a bit more out of the way. Um, mm-hmm. I'm kind of going a bit back and forth at the moment. This is not really that relevant. <laughs> kind of going a bit back and forth at the moment about what I think about zoos and animals in captivity. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I think when we look at it, I wouldn't really call it a zoo because it is more of a wildlife park. And I think the kind of the amount of space that the animals have and the treatment of the animals is, is um, a lot better than a lot of places. Um and obviously wildfire is amazing as well so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah almost all of the animals are endangered species and are in breeding programs that they have so. but yeah wildfire that's something <laughs> uh but i i will we'll discuss the coasters more when we talk about our top three i think my other favorite ride there was the safari oh the, the cable car ride yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is really i cool. really liked how it starts off immediately with a view on wildfire and the swedish lakes which immediately brings you in the atmosphere and then what's also nice is that you there's certain reserves that you go over several times that way if you didn't see the animals the first time then you can see it the second or the third time um and a pretty popular ride as well obviously because it's accessible for everyone um, but the other rides are more for the kids of course <laughs> the bumpsy world I think I can't even remember any other ride other than Del- is it called Delphin Express and like the the little yes. kids coaster and then Wildfire that's yeah. the only two rides that I can remember that were there yeah there's Gold Saget or something similar to that which is like a zero force uh, coaster in the kiddie area as well um but then yeah that i guess the, otherwise the focus is more on the animals um 
I don't think anyone went to uh, Skara Summerland, right? Not yet, no. Yeah. None of the Summerland. Okay. But yeah, that one, I, we haven't been, so we can't really include it. But I think it's most famous for the Tranan coaster, which is the suspended SNS family ride, which is, you'll probably uh, have seen pictures of it. It's like a bird and on two sides of the bird. It's, it's basically a family wing coaster. Um, but, um, but yeah, maybe when we get there in the future, we can talk about that more. But uh, we have our three parks, top three. Go, James. Um, I'm going to say uh, Wildfire, Boulder, and Helix. Okay, so very into the wooden coasters. <laughs> Why those three? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I've, I've only done three RMCs, but I've enjoyed all of them. So, um, and Boulder, I think I remember it being very smooth. Um, so that was quite good because I'm not so f such a big fan of rattly ones, so to speak. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I remember that being quite fast and intense and lots of airtime. So, yeah. Okay. What about Alistair? It's really difficult. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think partially because I think what I would think it is now if I was to ride all the rides again now I think it would be a different mm -hmm. opinion to what I'm going to say now because, yeah. but from my experience it would be 2016 Helix definitely top mm -hmm. um, and Tiger then uh, it's, Tiger is uh, Finland yeah oh, oh am I not including Finland in this or? No, oh, oh this is Sweden. oh this is top three in Sweden oh god yes Right, okay, so it's 2016 Helix. 2016, <laughs> uh, 2016 Helix. Um, and then it's probably going to have to be then Wildfire. And then it's a tough one between... I really like Boulder as well. And nobody else that I went with seemed to, didn't seem to like it. They all thought it was really formulaic. Really? And, yeah, really formulaic and like it just sort of like a boring layout. And it, but it had so much airtime and it was so smooth. Mm -hmm. So actually, yeah, I'm going to say Boulder in, in three. Mm-hmm. Um, but we talked about this. You put Wildfire on two, and still you didn't really connect to it. No, but I mean, to be fair, when we talked about it, I was comparing it to Zadra rather than okay. to yeah. I, I, okay. To compare it to all the other rides in Sweden, it's still fairly high. But to compare it to the best RMCs, I think it's lacking a bit. But I mean, but yeah, then again, you, yeah, you argued that, that it wasn't the same kind of ride as. Sadra, so. Yeah, do you consider Wildfire a wooden coaster or a steel coaster? Do you know what? I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you've done... So the you said you, you've done three RMCs, so that's Zadra, um, uh, Untamed? Yeah. You did Untamed? Yeah. yeah. And then, so the three European ones. Yeah. Okay. But... Do you feel that there's a difference between Zadra Untamed and then on the other side, Wildfire? Um, I mean, if I'm including them all in one group, Wildfire mm -hmm. was the first one I did. So I think it sort of had the biggest, wow, I've not done anything like this before. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think that it's difficult because I 
personally put Zadra as the best one of the three that I've done. And then I put Wildfire in the middle and then Untamed at the bottom. Um, and I liked Untamed, but I thought that it was too, almost too much airtime. Um, which sounds really weird, but I just thought it was, like, too sort of aggressive, Um, whereas the other two, less so. Um, So I don't know. I I, I can't really really say, but I just think they're all all really good. Yeah, because what I said to Alistair was that after... So so I've also done three RMCs, first one being Twisted Colossus, then the second one being Untamed, and then I rode um, uh, Wildfire. Uh, the first two are Iron Horse. So more, for me, those are really hybrid, almost steel coasters. Uh, while Wildfire, it was my first topper track. And then I was like, okay, I understand why um, this is actually still a more of a wooden coaster for me. And so I compare it more in that spectrum compared to actually the other RMCs. I really felt quite the difference between the two experience, let's say. But you had less of that, Alistair. Mm, I just grouped them all in the same. They're just all an RMC. Yeah. I didn't Mm-mm. feel there was a huge difference between Wildfire and... Between the feel of Wildfire and, say, mm-hmm. Zadra, which is probably the most comparable, like, mm-hmm. in scale. Uh, I just thought they were... Yeah, it's not exactly the same kind of construction, but mm-hmm. ultimately they're both running on steel and they're mm-hmm. both incredibly smooth so i don't yeah, yeah. i don't think there's a huge difference I, I yeah i'm comparing them to each other rather than thinking of them how you mm-hmm. do but um to end with in sweden my top three is actually the same as yours alistair okay <laughs> uh no sorry i put i'll put wildfire over helix so f- one is wild. And that's probably what I would Helix. do if I went back to ride Helix by the sounds of how is, Helix is. And three is Balder. Is that now the same one as you, James? I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Helix, Balder, I don't know where to, where to yeah. say which is where. The thing is, yeah, you, you mentioned 2016 Helix because when I rode Helix for the first time, I was like, whoa, rattle. And this on a Mac coaster? And I was like, why? How? <laughs> And then um, also I had to wait for two hours, so that didn't help. <laughs> um, but um, I did it the, 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 the second day of the visit, and then I did it front seat in the dark. And then it was like, okay, this is the kind of woe experience I was hoping to have on this t- kind of coaster. Same with Wildfire. At the beginning of the day, it was like, okay, this is nice. But then towards the end of the day, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, but then... And then Balder was also, I understand why people say like it's a plain layout, which is definitely true, but then the airtime that you have and it's such a easy to repeat coaster. There were no crowds on our second day, so we could keep going on and it just rained, so it was like extra speed. Um, well, it felt like extra speed. Um, however, I do also want to mention, uh, but I, I, I always think I'm mispronouncing it, uh Valkyria, right? At Lisburg. Is my favorite dive coaster in Europe. Um it's 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 not particularly standing out towards other coasters, but as for a dive coaster, you have the dive 
with a tunnel with some effects and then it's it really goes smoothly into the elements um into the inversions and and also size-wise it's perfect for that kind of park and then uh really enjoyed Lisberg Banan as well like really good classic coaster but then the the, the monster is also at Grinnerland is also one that I want to mention because even though it's not the most special B&M invert out there because of intensity it's it's just the setting the layout uh it ha is the layout is made for the park you know it 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 had to adapt it's not the other way around and that's why the inversions are pretty similar but then the way you at the end of the ride you have to go down with a kind of yeah almost um under the park with to, to to go back into the station and then with the metro team it, it's the urban team it, it's, it's very nicely done and the way they fitted that park in there the lighting scheme on the ride and if you take the boat from uh, the docks uh, of Stockholm towards the park you can see it passing by and all the lights and yeah it's 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 uh definitely a, a, a reason to visit also um Sweden is is monster now can i just say that that also that the really underrated like that Gronalund is also jetline and oh yeah jetline yeah. and twister like they're both really good rides like like jetline just because... i'm mad at twister yeah. <laughs> because it was i was there on on two days and both of the days they were closed and then in the two days after that we were still in stockholm i passed by with the boat and they were and it was open <laughs> so um but it is it's yeah. a, it's like it's such a compact wooden rug i don't think i've ever but it's so it's so like it's fast it feels so fast like for how mm-hmm. small it actually is uh and it's okay. also one of the only gravity group rides i've ever done that so i think it gives a good impression mm. of them um and then yeah and then jetline is just a, such a good schwarzkopf like such a oh yeah such an intense like but front classic seat. right yeah yeah well no, no actually i think i, I think i did because that again uh, when we went there we did uh i think we did some ert on jetline so we did like 15 rides in a row on it or something like ridiculous and like by the end of it like you are genuinely like like it's so intense you just like want to get off like and it's so unexpected <laughs> when you look at it. Like, you just like oh, it's just a, it just looks kind of like a you know like a, a moderate you know ride, but it's actually really really good. Mm-hmm. So definitely ride that when you go. Yeah, but I think is it a is it good to say that Sweden is probably the most interesting theme park uh, destination in Scandinavia. I don't think for there's coaster a enthusiasts. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. However, James, you were thinking about it, but maybe you were doubting about Denmark. Yeah, that just sort of went through my head. But I think if you're going to put it down to which of the four has the best roller coaster, then that has to be Sweden. Mm-hmm. But what is the charm of the Danish theme park, James? See, that's the thing. The parks in Denmark are, are really lovely. Um, I don't know if, um, Alistair, if you've been to them or not. I've been to Tivoli. That's the only one I've been to, okay. sadly. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, so I've done Tivoli Gardens, Bakken, and then Jaws Summerland, which is 
like one of my favourite parks that I've been to. Um, and then Tivoli Freehaddon, um, which is a lot smaller. But yeah, um, I think Tivoli Gardens is definitely the most sort of charming and atmospheric one. Um, it's just got a really lovely atmosphere. Um, but I think which one has the best rides? I'd say Joe Summerland because the roller coasters are actually really good there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I almost think it's a bit underrated. Like, they don't have any rides with inversions or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. But the roller coasters that they've got are all really well themed and they're really fun. Um, so, yeah, and the operations there are really good too. Like, it was busy, but the queues really weren't that bad at all. Like, they moved up quick. How good is Piraten? Yeah, Piraten is good. <laughs> I I would say it's good. I th- I really enjoyed it. I think I went on it twice, um, mm-hmm. which given the amount of time that I had was actually, you know, I went back to do it again, um, which says that it was um, good enough. <laughs> but I think, um, yeah, it's, it's quite, it's quite <laughs> a lot. To standards of James. Yeah. <laughs> to my standards. Um, I, I did like Paratin, but the one which, the coaster there which really stood out to me was U- Uvalon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Another intimate. And that's just, like, incredible. <laughs> yeah, so Piraten is an intimate megalite, and then... Juvelin or Juvelin or the is it actually a family launch coaster? Yeah, but it's really fast. Like mm. it's quite thrilling, and the theme of that is really good too. So it's just a good experience. Mm. And then the other, I think they have even another Intamin, which is the suspended one. Um, oh yeah, the Dragakongen. Yeah, and that's a little bit rattly. But it's actually good fun as well. Um, and I do think it's better than the Vekema SFCs. Um, it's certainly more thrilling. Really? And you are so crazy about how Superkopf. No, but... Um... <laughs> yeah, I do like how Superkopf. You do prefer it over... I don't know. I don't know. I like both of them. <laughs> is, 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 are, they, are, are they old? Because that uh, Piratin is like nearly 14 years old like it's it's quite old and like is it still smooth like that because i everybody used to say like 10 years ago they were like oh this is like the best one of the best coasts in europe like it's, it's a mega like like it's a really good quality ride but it's in this weird you know part that you would never expect to be there and then now it feels like do i go there for that or like is it is it is it no longer the attract is it no longer as good as it was or is it um, still does it still feel good it was really smooth. Um, it was really smooth. Like, it didn't feel old at all. It feels like a... You know, it doesn't feel like brand shining new, but it mm. feels like... Mm. It feels like a modern roller coaster. Um, okay. And I do think the park in general... I believe they're building something new at the moment, but I, don't, I haven't really paid attention to where it is. Just, yeah, it's a small um, uh, Mac powered coaster the t-rex family coaster but also when i went they had the new um what was it called tiger which was the intimate mm. um gyro swing uh, which they also have one of those at lisbo and i really love those so that yeah i was sold on that um but it's one of these things where 
it's kind of a bit out of the way because I went to Aarhus, um, mm -hmm. which is a really lovely city, and I recommend visiting the city. And that's where Tivoli Friuden is. Um, but to get to Jura's Summerland, if you want to go by public transport, it's not great with the bus um, mm. because I had to get the bus back at like four o'clock and the park was open till eight. So I really didn't even have a whole day. Um, so that was kind of the issue because um, I would have loved to spend more time there, but I kind of felt like I had to sort of be rushed because of the bus to get back. I feel like we missed a trick here. We should have just, we should have also discussed which which places which parts were worth visiting also on the basis of were the places they were in nice to visit as well, mm -hmm. rather than just was the park good because like I feel like it's part of the experience to also visit mm -hmm. the city or the town that it's near. Which yeah, like Power, yeah, power well, Park, yeah, definitely off the list if you want to visit a city or somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Not just the funny field. thing is we ha I, we have a, a Danish trip planned for next year and I think I will visit Aarhus but not Tivoli Freiheden. <laughs> Not sure yet, it will depend. But um uh depend on pricing and and time. But um when I think of that park, I think of the Sky Tower because I've seen videos <laughs> of that and that looks insane. Did you do it? No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> too too scared? I just don't like having to pay to get in somewhere and then pay to go on something extra. And I actually feel like the value you get at Tivoli Freedom for what you pay for is not that good because there's not actually that much included in the wristband. And the ride that I was most looking forward to when I went was actually closed. <laughs> Um, oh, which one? It, it's gone now. It was the. Um, it's like I think it was the Mondial thing, which looks a bit like a top scan. Um, I think it's called Pegasus. It was called Pegasus. Um, okay. And they've removed it yes, now. Yes, I see it here. Yeah. Um, and I really was looking forward to that because I do like those sorts of things, and it was just shut. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's a technical park. Oh yeah. Oh, there's like one of those at Power. Country. There's one of those at Power Park. Oh, well, I it's better go the there. Then. <laughs> it's horrible. It's so. It makes. <laughs> I nearly vomited when I came off that. Like it's so disorienting. But James so, likes those kinds of. Things. Yeah, fair. I think some people can handle them more than. Yeah, it was. It was I'm never going to go on one of those again. Like, I just didn't. <laughs> I didn't know what it was, and then I like when I went on it, and then I was like, "What the heck is this?" Like, and I had to research it, and I was like, "Oh, it's a technical park." Never seen one before, never going to go on it again. <laughs> but it was really, you know, it was really intense, which is why it mm. put me off. And then, uh, what about Bakken? Bakken, yeah. Um, really, it's the, oh gosh, I should know this because I wrote the article on it. Is, it is the oldest amusement park in the world, is that right? Yes, I um, think so, yeah. Yeah, and... I think it's just really like the atmosphere is really nice. Um, it's very quirky. It's quite fairgroundy. So mm -hmm. if you don't like that, I would avoid it. Um, although at the same time, then they've got the really old wooden roller coaster. So that's also a reason to go there. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of like it's very mishmash, but I quite liked it for what it was. 
um, and it's got a lot of history to it. Um, obviously, there's the tornado roller coaster as well. Yeah, the Interman spinning uh, coaster. Um, which I think is just very uncomfortable, um, <laughs> but it's certainly very different. Um, I'm curious to ride that. I really like the racing coaster, which is now gone. Mm. But that was good fun. Um, that was probably if my people thing. want to see a video of that, you can do on YouTube um, with an on-ride from James. <laughs> yeah. And he's laughing because he was laughing as well during the on-ride. <laughs> I've just noticed that Intamin Spinning Coast has got over-the-head restraints. Why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Why? it's interesting. Is it necessary? <laughs> it's like the Revachon ones that are so rattly and like horrible they're just inexplicable why they would put those restraints on something that doesn't go upside oh, down yeah i don't know i just think the whole thing is just bonkers that's the word i can use to describe it um but not necessarily a good bonkers mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> okay well let's go to a park that's close by and that you both visited tivoli gardens I'm, it's it's one of the most visited theme parks in Europe that I have not visited yet. Plus, it's the final park that I need to complete my B&M bingo. Um, but um, besides the B&M, what else is there to do? There is the uh, the wooden coaster, the uh, the Rushabon, okay. which is uh, like just another ridiculously old ride that's still operating i think it's 1910 or something like that when that opened like it's even it's just ridiculous like but and it, oh yeah it's one of the um the scenic 1914 yeah. yeah yeah so yeah that's just for the experience of it like to to ride something that old and it is still pretty you know pretty good like they've maintained okay. it really well um other than I don't think I actually went on that much there because we went there like we weren't there for that long and it was like really busy and it was in the it was in the new year mm. I think it was like okay. New Year's Eve or something like that it was really really busy and but it was really really nice uh, atmosphere and the park itself is like is incredibly well decorated and you know well themed especially at the Christmas sort of time um, mm. so yeah I would I mean. I don't know what James's experience was. What, what time? What time of year did you go? I went in the summer, and actually, mm. I thought it was going to be really busy, but it wasn't too bad in terms of like at least for the rides. Um, it's yeah, it's an entertainment park. They put on a lot of um, entertainment concerts, that sort of stuff. You can go for like dance classes and all sorts there. Like that's. Oh. This... Did you do a dance class? No, I didn't do it. I just know you <laughs> could do it there. I remember seeing like this like parade when we were there as well of like all okay. these soldiers. Um, so it's it's very much a cultural park and it's not so focused on the rides, um, but it's very charming and the other major ride which i do remember going on is the vertigo um thing <laughs> yeah unfortunately no longer in the park is it gone another technical yes. park ride the... well i'm not sure if it's gone from the park but it's closed yeah i did not but know that yeah it's closed since this year ah. unfortunately 
That's such a shame because it is bonkers. <laughs> I think that was the most... Yeah, yeah, everybody used to say that was like the thing that you should go to ride because it was just like ridiculously, insanely intense. But again, I, I didn't ride it. One, so busy. A similar one to that somewhere in France. But um, yeah, it's a shame that I missed out on that one in, in the park. It's got such a low capacity. Like you can't like... Mm. It's it's like eight people per cycle. Like it's just it, unless it's quiet. I think it's like even, I think when I was there, I even had to queue up for like an hour for for Demonen, which is which is ridiculous. Mm. Like considering it's a B and M, and like, but it's just mm. the most by far the most popular ride. Yeah, the the thing with Tivoli is it has it gets a lot of people, a lot of visitors per year. Um, and I would say, aside from Rushtaban in the wooden coaster, which has really quick operations, everything else is very slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was really lucky because we really didn't have to queue for anything at all. But I could imagine if there were long queues, mm-hmm. it would feel very sluggish. Except for Rushtaban, which they run like five trains on. <laughs> it's insanely oh, wow. quick. Um, oh, yeah. Also, they had they had uh, VR on Daminen for like when oh. we were there they had vr on it which was just even even though it's going slowly you know already that that just doubles the slowness but oh, yeah. i think they've i and think they've got rid of good? it yeah. no no i didn't i didn't do it with the vr i deliberately said oh, i don't okay. want i just want to ride it like as it is yeah i get that because i hate vr and any ride that has mm-hmm. it uh, even the indoor one at linen mackie which <laughs> there's nothing to even see if you don't have the vr but i just won't i just won't use it yeah, James is crazy about crazy bats still. But. Oh god! <laughs> well, it's it's. I think crazy bats is probably one of the best coasters to have VR on. Uh, to be fair, but um, but uh, back to Denmark. Uh, I think it's a bit hard for you, Alistair, to make a. Yeah, I'm not top three. <laughs> I'm not gonna run out of the two that I've plus. Been. We also need to mention that there's some other parks like Farup Sommerland and then Legoland Belund that we're not mentioning in this podcast, but as I hopefully will visit next year, I can hopefully talk about that. And then there's obviously also Bon Bon Land, famous for its dog farting coaster. Uh, but um, James, what is your Danish Danish top three? My Danish top three probably is... Juvelin or Juvelin. Um, mm-hmm. Parat. Number one. Yeah, number okay. one. Parat and number two. And Rustabalen and Tivoli, number three. Okay. <laughs> That's an interesting one. Why Why? Um, why those three? Um, yeah, Juvelin, I was just really... It was something that I knew I wanted to go on, but I think it just really... Like, sometimes I'm really underwhelmed, and it was the opposite. Like, I didn't really have much expectation, and it was really good. Um, and, yeah, I think um, Paratin is just... It is a good coaster. It's thrilling, and it's lots of airtime. It's quite smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rushtaban, and just because of the history of it, and it's so old, mm-hmm. but it's still really fun, and it's got the breakdown on it as well, which is quite exciting so so yeah yeah nice well i really enjoyed our tour i hope you guys did as well no are we not are we not <laughs> doing it are we not doing a top three overall surely we have to do that you want to do an up to top three i mean overall? i already started doing it before and then i realized you weren't okay let's do it 
<laughs> yeah, I, I can't do it for me because obviously well, you've got to do it anyway. Sweden. You've got to do <laughs> your personal well, a, top three. Yeah, but it's the same as Sweden. So. Oh, okay. oh yeah, because so you're not. We're, oh, yeah. we're all ears for you, Alistair. What is okay, your wait. Scandinavian top three of the parks you visited? It's been ruined because I already said it before, but it was uh, <laughs> it was definitely so. 2016 Helix definitely was the best. However, it may now be Tiger. Uh, if I was to ride them again, it probably would be Tiger. Oh. Um, and then, either, so one of those two on the top two, pro currently probably Tiger. Um, but as of my experience, uh, Helix. And then three, um, it's difficult. One between Wildfire and Boulder, but I'm going to have to say Wildfire because just because of its location and ridiculous mm. view and just like e yeah. epic scale uh, whereas bold is really good but it's just a mm. it's just kind of like a, a, a run of the mill intermin wooden coaster yeah. yeah that's my top three nice did you manage to make one james i just had to think about it now um and tiger number one because mm -hmm. um, it's like my favourite coaster ever. So, <laughs> and then number two, I'm gonna put uh, Juvelin. Number two, I just really love it. Ah. And then three, I will put Wildfire. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's nice to have to hear about these very specific top threes because obviously it will be different for everyone. But it's nice to know that it's worth going to scandinavia as an enthusiast even though personally th the main reason why i haven't gone that much is because it's quite expensive uh, mm. especially for when i compare it to other parks as i don't have to fly uh, i i yeah. guess from a uk perspective it might be different because you guys if you want to go somewhere you usually have to fly um but from mainland Europe perspective, especially in Belgium, as I'm so close to quite some big and uh, parks, uh, it does help on the cost compared to then the Scandinavian parks. Although I have to admit that um, when we went to um, Göteborg, is that the way to pronounce it? Mm -hmm. um, it was less expensive than I expected, but Stockholm was definitely as expensive as, as I expected. <laughs> Um, that's kind of, I just wanted to say a little point on that as well, because um, kind of on the whole trip planning expenses, whole sort mm -hmm. of side of things, um, at least from my experience, um, I, Norway was ridiculously expensive. And if anyone is kind of concerned about cost, I would just strike that one off straight away. I wouldn't even mm. consider it. Um, but I think um in terms of denmark i can't remember copenhagen whether it was expensive or not but certainly when i went to Aarhus, it didn't feel particularly that overpriced at all it felt quite reasonable um and the other place was helsinki and i think i don't know alice will be able to say more about it because obviously finland's in the euro is that correct mm -hmm. yes. um yeah. so i feel like it's not as bad as the other Scandinavian countries necessarily, yeah. but I may be wrong. I think Finland is really, I think Finland's quite expensive. I think Finland's probably as, exp it's not as expensive as Norway, definitely. Norway's definitely the most expensive country to, to travel to, to like 
stay in um, than anywhere else in Scandinavia. But I'd say, I don't know. I mean, yeah, because it, it's just like, you just have a weird like perception of it because like all the other Scandinavian countries, well, then technically Finland's not in Scandinavia, so Nordic countries um, use the krona. So, yeah. so it's like, it's just out of scale to like the euros. Yeah? Like, but but yeah, I think Finland is still really is, is expensive, like tri- like drinks and everything, especially alcoholic drinks, like ridiculously expensive hmm. in, in Finland. I think that I feel like they were less expensive in Sweden. I don't know. That was just just my perception, and I feel like Denmark also was was, was less. Denmark, Denmark was definitely um, at least Aarhus was definitely not as bad as I was expecting. Uh, look at me trying to find out how much I spent because I remember going out for pizza in Aarhus, and I it really wasn't that bad. Um, I'm not going to be able to find this, but. Yeah, I'll I'll be able to talk about that next year, hopefully, when I finally go to Denmark and then do some of the the theme parks there. Um, But yeah, I think we did a nice trip in the Nordic countries. Actually, I should have called it different from the start. Then you should have corrected me, (laughs) Alistair. (laughs) I didn't want to ruin the theme of the podcast. It completely Uh, changed the title. But so yeah, we'll we'll call it Scandinavian parks anyway because in people's minds norway is part of it but (laughs) yeah um but uh thank you for joining me on this special episode uh, alistair and james um and to share your knowledge and experiences from the nordic parks (laughs) good one spen thanks (laughs) thank you for having us and um thank you dear listeners for listening to our episode um if you want to find out more about us, just go to thecoasterkings.com and you can, as I mentioned before, also listen, uh, sorry, read the Scandinavian special uh, written by James. Uh, you just can go to European Coaster Kings and there you'll definitely find it. Uh, you can also follow us on our social media channels uh, on Instagram, Facebook and more. And if you like the episode, please uh, give us a review. It really helps. Uh, wherever you're listening. So uh, thank you, everyone, and have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See ya.